we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. This is our path to power season, and every week I am talking to some fantastic change makers, trailblazers, and purely kick-ass role models, to be honest, who are making a difference in their communities, challenging the norm, creating more inclusive cultures. And every week I have these conversations. Every week I learn something new. Every week I get inspired. Every week I go away motivated. Everything that's helping me and us to sort of drive our personal and professional growth. And this week I am delighted to chat with Maddie. We've had a good chat before, haven't we, Maddie? (laughs) Maddie is the internal. and Maddie Bertwistle is the internal communications manager at the Boohoo Group. Welcome. How are you? It's been ages thanks for having me <laughs> yeah i know it's nice to see you Shannon. um i know we've caught up briefly but yeah it's always good to have a chat with you i always find you incredibly inspiring so yeah i'm excited to have a chat i know <laughs> i always love the beforehand and then i think oh god we better start <laughs> we better start recording because otherwise we'll be here all day so no, <laughs> oh well that's what we do don't we we do we love a good chat <laughs> hey listen you've been at boohoo where are we now seven years and it has been quite and i know we've talked before about this but it's the you know we talk about the different we always love to sort of showcase different career journeys and you have been on quite a career journey talk us through it and how easy was it to kind of navigate the 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 sort of the the roles along the way so yeah I started at Boohoo seven years ago um, and I started in a customer service role I was customer service advisor for I want to say about six months and then I quite quickly moved to team manager so I looked after a team of 17 people and then within probably about a year and a half there was a job um, in the HR department looking after comms and engagement never done anything like that never worked in comms never worked in engagement didn't really understand the role Um, But still went for it, had the interview and the HR director at the time said it was the best interview they've ever done. Don't know what happened. It was a blur. But um, yeah, to get that feedback was pretty special. So yeah, worked in HR for about two years. Um, And then the last three, maybe four years, I worked over in the legal department um, doing internal comms. So yeah, it's been quite a journey. And to be fair, I never really saw myself here. But here I am <laughs> and I'm loving it. I am loving it. Uh, and I know you went to uni, didn't you? And then, but you didn't uh, finish your degree. How much of an impact did that have on you and your confidence in those early years? I think when I went to university, there was a stigma that if you didn't go to university, you wouldn't get a successful job. So that always stuck in my mind, especially when I dropped out. And obviously I made lots of friends during uni and to see them graduate, it was a little bit like, oh, like that could have been me. But yeah, I knew that I needed to get myself out, find a job and hopefully find a career. I guess there was so, I live in such a small town, there isn't many opportunities. So to find a job or a career in little old Burnley was always going to be tough. So I started at Sports Direct and I worked stupid hours. And even during 
like when I was working at Sports Direct, I was seeing all my friends graduate, all my friends having a good time at uni. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing like 50 hours a week here and I'm getting peanuts. Like I'm not earning a great deal of money. But yeah, I guess in terms of that confidence wise, you kind of got to like take yourself out of that situation. Just be like, that's not me. That's their journey. And I don't know, I've always been really proud to land a job at Boohoo and obviously to get where I am today. And I guess I didn't need a degree to do it. Like I studied graphic design and whilst my job is incredibly creative, I haven't needed that experience to get where I am. Um, you just got to take risks, I think. And I think, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and we do talk, don't we, when we do our power-ups, our monthly kind of uh, uh, pay-it-forward sessions where no one has the same path. Everyone has a different journey. And I think that's really important. And, and sometimes actually you may, you think oh god what if I don't do that and you know what was I always think about the sliding doors moment you know what would have happened and I know you know is that what is that how sort of that got you sort of through and onto that sort of next next sort of step or next chapter isn't it I think it's a new chapter I guess you've always got to be really proud of what you've achieved and not dwell on what could have been to your point like you're your own person you're in your own lane you make what you want to happen happen so yeah you just got to be confident about your abilities as well like you don't need to go to university to to learn life skills I think life skills are so valuable um and you don't necessarily get those from university like you'll learn like the nitty-gritty that the processes and all that carry on but actually getting into the real world of work and meeting different people experiencing different um like projects and all that stuff that comes with work I think that's valuable in itself just as valuable as going to university in my opinion absolutely it's part of that you know it is part of that you know sort of day-to-day university I know I joined the navy that was my university and sort of the adventures that I had you know along the way I think always they make me who I am now I think and all those experiences do along the way we talk a lot about uh, social value and social impact and I know that's one of the things that falls under your remit now isn't it the social impact strategy tell us about that so um as a business we've always given back to charities um, um, that isn't something that we've never not done. Um, all of our brands do incredible charity campaigns. Um, just a bit of an idea. So maybe Miss Pap do the Miss Pap Your Smear. Um, PLT do Girls Versus Cancer. Like they do some really great things in the charity space. However, from a group perspective, we didn't really have a strategy to tie it all together. So we couldn't talk about it collectively. It felt a little bit disjointed. Um, so yeah, I think two years ago, um, we created the social impact strategy. We made a commitment to give back at least 1% pre-tax profits. And yeah, from that, we built some really great partnerships like with yourself, Simone, and we've partnered with Northern Power Women. We've partnered with Everfy. Um, we're looking at different charity partnerships moving forward. It is really just to be able to do more and talk about it better um, internally, externally, um, but yeah, that's it in a roundabout way. Obviously, there's lots of things that go into it, Simone, but I'll be here all day to talk about it otherwise. <laughs> and, and why is it so important that organisations give back to communities? I know that is something, the first time we met, that was, we were straight into that at the start of our conversation. I just, I think it's the right thing to do, Simone, if I'm completely honest. Um, so many charities wouldn't exist without the support from organisations and businesses. And especially for Boohoo, because of the size that we are, it's not always about giving back, um, like in money. It's about raising awareness and understanding of the charity, what they do and how they support. So I think that's probably the 
the most important thing for me. And and what advice would you give, you know, when we have these, when you are giving back and when we're having these sessions and stuff like that, when you get kind of one-to-one with people or one-to-group, what is the advice that you would give out there to people you think that are, are struggling where they are, you know, whether whether it be they are in their careers, whether it be they are in, you know, sort of their, their well-being, you know, what advice would you give? I would probably say you never grow in your comfort zone. So, I think one of the reasons why I am in the role that I am today is I've always gone for things that I don't think I'm necessarily qualified or skilled enough to do because you're going to learn more. You're going to speak to people um, who are going to give you knowledge and experiences that's going to really help your knowledge bank. So, yeah, I just think go for things, even if you don't think you can do it. Put yourself out there. And if you don't, even if you apply for a job, for instance, Simone, and you don't get the role, even the interviews and experience, you're learning in that process. So I think, yeah, just go for it. Even if you don't think you can do it, just do it. And you talk about, you know, you use that phrase a lot, you know, you hear, don't you? I'll fake it till I make it. And, you know, you said, you said at the start when we were chatting that people would label you as confident or chatty. We've talked a lot on this podcast about imposter syndrome. And I think that's one of the the strategies that people use to kind of banish it, which is that fake it till you make it. How does that, how do you embrace that? How do you stem off that monkey on your shoulder? I always like to to think about. So one of my very close friends, um, he always boasts about me to his friends. He'd be like, oh, my friend Maddie, she works at Boohoo, she works in the legal department, she does internal comms for the group, like she's in such a really qualified role. And then when I speak to people, I'm like, oh yeah, I just do internal comms for Boohoo. Like I, I see it very humbly. But then when I listen to my friend talk about me as though I'm like some sort of celebrity and I'm like, Brad, I'm really not. I'm just mad at it, but I think you actually need to step away, don't you, a little bit and actually think, like, I've I've actually done all right. <laughs> but, yeah, I think listening to other people's opinions on where you are in your career journey or your life journey, I think that's a really good way to banish that imposter syndrome because you're only seeing it from your own perspective, aren't you? I think really taking a step away and actually listening to the to the great things that people are saying to you, I think... That really does help. And you are, am I right? You're 27. 27. You're 27, <laughs> right? Okay. I think of everything that you've done already in your in your career, you know, I think you've, you've packaged a lot in, haven't you, already? And you've got some great stories. What have been, what are the barriers that you've faced along the way? Have you faced barriers because of your age? Have you faced barriers because you haven't got a degree? What What are those barriers? Or have they not been there? Um... I think going right back to when I went to university and I didn't finish my degree, when I came out and I was like, I need a job, the first thing that came to my head was, oh, I'll go get an apprenticeship. Like that's the best way to grow up my career. So I went to the college where they were doing like an assessment centre, sat there for two and a half hours, Simone. I was like, oh, just want to go. <laughs> Um, and at the end, they asked me to fill out a form and I had to write in there basically like what my, what I've done in terms of like college, university, X, Y, and Z. Um, and I put, I did my foundation degree and then I did like, I think a year and a half at university. And then after sitting there for two and a half hours, a lady came over to me and she was like, oh, you went to university. You're overqualified for an apprenticeship. I was like, I- I've sat here for two and a half hours. Um, and, and you're just now telling me that I can't do an apprenticeship. So I guess that was a, that was a barrier 
into the world of careers like straight away and then trying to get up that ladder was tough at the start it was because I was young and I was like you just want to you want to earn that 100k a year don't you at 18 you're just like like take pay every night yeah you're just like I want to get out there but I think a barrier for me is not being able to like bide your time just wait it out like you just want to do it straight away don't you you just like I want to get my teeth into it but yeah I think that just take every day as it comes and just like enjoy the moment that you're in do you know what I mean like don't don't think too far ahead like live live now live in the present it's that impatience um, isn't it I think I was like that every job I got into I always wanted to have been there two years so I knew a bit more I you know there's elements enjoy every moment isn't it so if I take it back to that it's so you're saying to enjoy every moment and not be don't be don't be impatient like Simone yeah absolutely I just think like you only get to do every day once don't you do you know what I mean? So just just enjoy the day. Enjoy the day and your time will come when you're on that 100K. <laughs> Absolutely, or anything in the middle. And what helped you along the way? So when you receive, you know, you, you're making that decision, you know, you sat in that waiting room, you know, going, I want to do this. And then that didn't quite work out. Where did you go for, for guidance? Where did you go? Who did you go to? Did you have a mentor? Did you have a role model? Or did they didn't really exist in my world at the time, I suppose. Did they exist in yours? Um, I've always been really lucky that I've had some really great managers. Um, I can't call them, I can't name them all because there's that many, but um, yeah, they've always been really supportive. And I think because of the person that I am, I've always been quite confident to to go and ad- have that conversation or address an issue or call something out. So I think being able to talk about how you're feeling and where you want to be with someone that you trust I think that's that's invaluable um but yeah I've been so lucky to have some brilliant managers along the way and yeah I probably wouldn't be here well I wouldn't be here without them big shout out to everyone that's ever managed me thanks (laughs) and that's probably why you're so passionate now about paying forward and giving back you know and looking back on the journey so far what are you most proud of um other than getting to where I am today in such a short period of time, like I'm 27, I'm in quite a successful role and I'm happy in my role and, and so on. But maybe just to call out one achievement, um, in June, June, gosh, what, six weeks ago, um, we did our summer party for Boohoo Group where we had 13,000 guests. Um, yeah, it was incredible. At a venue in Manchester, we had Dizzy Rascal there. We had aerialists coming from the ceiling. We had a catwalk. It was, it was mega I'll tell you that. Um, but yeah, a lot of work went into that. And yeah, it, it was just really a proud moment when it all came to life, life on the night and I was like oh, panicking. But yeah, I, it was like a bit of a breathtaking moment to think that, yeah, I've helped do this. And yeah, pretty pretty cool were you on the side it's always at the side like looking in isn't it going oh my gosh I made that happen I feel like that every year at the awards quite frankly to be honest I look out of that room and you just think oh my gosh I've you know sometimes you just think this is never gonna come together and then you're like oh my god but it does yeah and it all happens on the day doesn't it you just like oh I feel like we haven't done everything and then two minutes before opening the doors everything just comes together thinking oh the relief but yeah, it was incredible. Um, and a shout out to the guys that worked on the project with me as well. Like it wouldn't have happened without them. So yeah, thanks. <laughs> What's next for you, Maddie? You're clearly part of, you know, a, a leader in you know the center of this amazing team. It's always such a positive vibe when I when I come in. But what's what's the ambitions for your 
future do you have any like specific goals probably just go back to my last point obviously I'm, I take every day as it comes um I try not to think too far in the future because I know how quickly things change um but I have had quite a progressive career um over the last seven years so I guess I'm quite happy where I am now I'm I'm gaining new skills and speaking to different people all day every day and working on a social impact strategy which is something that before a year and a half ago I, I'd never been in that world so I'm learning lots in that area um, and I guess professionally I'm looking to to grow that further learn more in social impact strategy um, realm and and yeah that's probably me in the next probably one to three years but yeah I try not to think too far ahead because you, you yeah, never no. know what's going to come and swerve you out the way, do you? You never know. And I think. And what is the one bit of advice you would give to your 17, 18-year-old self? I think I would probably say to myself, it's tough now, but it won't be forever. Um, it does get easier. Um, I know I mentioned earlier when I worked um, at Sports Direct, I was working crazy hours and I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere. I was thinking like, like what is this going to do for me in the long in the long run? But actually, no matter where you are in your career journey, you're learning. So whether I worked in sports directs, whether I worked in Boohoo or I went to university or went to college or whatever, I've learned things along the way. So and it will make you into who you are today. I think just persevere is probably the word of, of the podcast for me, Simone. Like stick with it, you'll get there. Um and yeah, keep smiling. Oh, Maddie, thank you so, so much for joining me on the podcast today. Um, and thank all of you for listening today. I'm always kind of totally gobsmacked and inspired and wowed by my guest, Maddie. You're a legend. As are you. <laughs> and thanks all of you to listening. Remember, these are our weekly episodes and please do subscribe that you don't miss a single episode as we are on our pathway to power. If you want to join us on our mission of professional and personal development, please do check out all of our Power Source legacy content on our digital hub we are power.net join us on all our socials at north power women on twitter and northern power women and all the others um we love to hear from you so do go old school drop us an email leave us a review we are so delighted you've joined us for this week's podcast my name's simone this is the northern power women podcast and what goes on media production oh.